0: Human beings are searching for the personal experience of reality. They are seeking to come to understand themselves, to find a reason for their own existence. And so you go round and round and round, ever chasing the illusion that there is something outside yourself, outside your here and now, to be attained that will make things better. No guru, no method, no teacher, and no nothing else either.
1: Okay, welcome everybody. We have Kayla with us. I could have gave you more of a warning, but I decided not to. Hi. <laughs> um, so Kayla, today we are going to talk about... Um, this concept that I read in a Stephen King book and it's uh, Irina or Irina, the healing madness. What are your thoughts on that without like really having anything to go off of beyond the healing madness?
0: Well, I know that you told me about the healing madness or like your concept of like, where you've seen it? But I forgot it. So <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. I believe that you can heal your own madness. I really do. And in like a really weird way. Um, I definitely think it's possible. But you'll fall into madness too, trying to feel
1: like heal it kind of. Mm-hmm. I do. For sure. Does that makes sense. Um, in a roundabout way and you're crazy. <laughs> so maybe maybe we'll go with my concept of it is and you can build on it a little bit or like interject your thoughts on it. Right. So like for me personally, um, when I went fucking crazy. It was almost like it was healing in a sense. So, the word entertainment, the um, etymology of that word means to contain within. And the stuff that I was containing within myself was a bunch of bullshit, like all sorts of different conspiracy theories, um, a lot of unhealthy stuff overall. And when I went psychotic, it was kind of like when you pop a pimple or something and all this pus comes out. That was like what was going on in my mind. Like all of this negative shit that I put in there was um, being. Evacuated. Yeah, purge. <laughs> yep. That's that's it as well. And one of the things that I lost through all of that um purge was really the use of substances, which allowed me to get even better. It's almost like when you get food poisoning, you get so sick to the point where you vomit up everything that's ruining like yeah. your appetite. That's that's what my concept of the healing madness is. Or it's all almost like um in order to get your computer to run sometimes you have to like clear the cache or whatever
0: like just get everything out
1: yeah so like your
0: fourth step or fifth step
1: it's yeah. similar but different so th- those are conscious ways of doing it mm-hmm. i would say the healing madness is more of like a subconscious mind-fuckery way of evacuating stuff
0: oh. Okay. Similar concept though. I I feel what you're saying. Um, I don't know. I, I don't like when I went crazy, I just went crazy (laughs) And and then I just started doing drugs and I stayed that way for like a solid 12 years. But, um, I don't know.
1: But even, even look at it this way though, without, without using substances and getting to a point where you needed to find a recovery, could you have actually lived the quality of life that you're living now or feel how you feel now or have like
0: without finding the recovery yeah oh no and like when you said like purging like everything out of you for me it was so intense like all the stuff that had to be let go and just changes that like I'm just like whoa like like did I ever even know what was in there because it was so much sick stuff Mm -hmm. and like just morbid like I was obsessed with so many like morbid things that it wasn't even until I got sober and like started like working on myself and purging that stuff out that I was like wow I just like stuffed myself with like dark morbid shit
1: Mm -hmm. and that's kind of like the whole thing like your addiction although it was a sickness it actually was The cure for your problems in lots of ways in a very roundabout way no no I agree
0: if I wouldn't have gotten so low I would have never rose so high you know what I mean Mm -hmm. I'd have never found I probably would have never you know what I mean like who knows what would have happened but I wouldn't have uh I think I had to get sick enough and go through enough like madness, we'll call it, and just crazy to actually be like, wow, like, let's see what's in there. Let's get it. I was super sick. You know what I mean? And yeah, it's been a beautiful thing. Like, I found out stuff about myself that I didn't even know.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's one thing. Like, I think that a lot of people miss out on the benefit of actually like finding, um, a way to better themselves because they don't ever have that instance where their whole life crumbles down or where they've like taken themselves so far out. A lot of people are just like moderately sick or like they're a level of sick that's actually socially acceptable in the social norm. Right. It's like that whole saying, um being considered sane in an insane society like isn't a good thing or whatever. I'm paraphrasing <laughs> right. that part there. But <laughs> no, I get um, it. Yeah. And it's like, a lot of people are fucked because they're not fucked enough to get better.
0: (laughs) No, wait, stop. Because like, that is so crazy because like my dad and I, when I was working, like we would every single day, like talk for like an hour and I was telling him, you know, you've probably heard it in the rooms, like how we say we're grateful and recovering. And, you know, I'm sure you've heard people say that, they're like grateful for all the suffering because it brought them to like, look at, like, I hate to call them normal people. Cause what is normal, but like
1: setting on a dryer.
0: Yeah. Right. But like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like they're suffering. They're not happy. They are like, like defective and they don't have like what you just said. They do not have enough suffering to say like, Hey, hey. like, fuck this. I don't like this. And like, for me, like, I feel, like, really grateful that, like, not that I almost killed myself on a regular basis, but that um, I at least accumulated enough to say I've had enough and see, because, like, man, like, I was so not in tune before. Mm-hmm. Now it's, like, like, I walk around, like, every day, like, what is life? Like, like, it's just, like, so, like, much more than, like, I would have never found that if I wouldn't have got such a, to such, like, a low point.
1: For sure, and it's one of the things where I feel like a lot of people, um, there's that whole frog in the pot analogy, the the stress and the bullshit in their life has built up so slowly over time, they don't recognize how screwed they actually are and how they relate to the All world, right. but for like people that have substance abuse problems, there are other issues that like cause them to kind of open their eyes, um, there's that great increase in heat where you're sitting like, fuck, I can't, I can't do this anymore, like what yeah. the hell am I doing, I'm in a pot of boiling water, like I'm screwing myself over. Mm -hmm. um and it really breaks through all of the denial and like um stuff that we limit ourselves with i I mean fortunately for me i went crazy and i had all all this negative shit in my life like i'm definitely one of them people that's like oh that was great that's like the best thing that ever happened to me was losing my mind and being addicted to drugs
0: right (laughs) i know are we still crazy (laughs) oh i (laughs) no we we probably are but
1: i yeah i say i'm relatively sane yeah, I get sick every now and
0: then. (laughs) No, but like, I know I'm glad that this is like where the conversation went because, um, I truly sometimes feel sorry for, for people that like, it's like you're, you're almost like you have to just like reach that level of, you know, they have that saying when the pain gets great enough. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. When it gets great enough, you look at the world in a totally different way. And then once you start finding that level of sanity, you start seeing the sanity or insanity around you and it's like wow like uh sometimes like i think that like everyone could benefit from the spiritual principles and steps that you know addicts um follow because it just makes you like a better person and it makes you connected to something so much more and the world would be such a
1: better place you know? Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, that's one of the things that I'm, I'm doing right now with the one, uh, like a digital mystery school that I'm working on. And it actually mm-hmm. presents the 12 steps. I talked to you Your about that concept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: that's awesome. I'm glad somebody thought of a way to present that. <laughs> I'm sure other
1: people have. I was going to do something before called um, Universal identity un, yeah universal identified or whatever where it was like doesn't matter what you have and you can say your name because it's not a big deal but we all have something that we're going through so it's not anonymous <laughs> exactly but i was like i think that's like too literal and being too defiant like maybe i need to think of a more tactful way to approach right. it
0: i i mean that, the whole anonymity <laughs> thing it's uh, a real pisser
1: well the anonymity thing i found out um In the fellowship I go to, it's not on the direct level of people not knowing your name so much as it's like doing the right thing for like, on like a uh, public face level, not identifying yourself with a particular fellowship so you don't drag that in. And then also um, just allowing people to come in without focusing on their background specifically. It's like a lot broader definition of anonymity than what the uh, generally... Understood definition of anonymity is, in my understanding, I'm speaking Swahili to you. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm I joking, what you I'm said, joking. But...
0: Well, I said, am not as dumb as I look.
1: I can
0: see it. Even my eyebrows are. Or... All right, we're not gonna go there.
1: Forget about <laughs> it. <laughs> um, before we end this episode, because I feel like we got the meat and potatoes of it, or the tofu and. Carrots, Carrots if um, pick one of those daily meditation books and just open it up to any old random page.
0: Oh, I like this one. I've been looking at it.
1: Looking at my book, yo.
0: <laughs> yeah. So.
1: You can read it or I can read it. It's up to you.
0: You want to read it?
1: I, I will if you don't want to. I mean, I'll. You can read it. <laughs> I believe in you.
0: You believe in me. Okay, so. This is about, I guess, resources. Use a mirror in difficult times. You will see both cause and resolution. When faced with adversity, you must ask whether you have done anything to bring misfortune upon yourself. If the present difficulties are the unforeseen outcome of events that you yourself set in motion, then it is necessary both to learn from your mistakes and to search for any possible way to correct them. If the difficulties are due to character flaws, then the situation should be resolved and the basic fault must afterwards be eradicated. The wonderful part of all this is that the resources for resolving our problems are also within us. When we watch athletes in competition and they, they outperform even their own high standards, we often say that they, have, that they reach deep down and were able to give something extraordinary. When we are in the midst of our own confrontations, we must be the same way. We need to reach deep within and use the utmost of our abilities to overcome our obstacles. This is one manifestation of our continuing efforts at self-development. When confronted with problems, we have all the more power to respond. When we triumph, we often, or we are even more, (laughs) sorry, we have even more confidence and facility to to handle future problems. Therefore, meet life head on. Maintain your self-cultivation, move forward to confront difficulties and accumulate the momentum that success will give you.
1: Nice. I feel like that was uh, actually really fitting for what we were talking you about. You too?
0: Yeah. When I was reading that, I was like, huh, what are the odds that, uh, that about was... one in 100 and about one in
1: 365.
0: <laughs> right, you're right. <laughs> Cause this is for every day of the year guys. Actually, is this the one that you posted on, like some of it on your Facebook, like a meditation one time?
1: Um, I post either that one or, uh, the feast of Cherokee Feast of Days.
0: I think there was one that you posted one time, and I was like, oh, I like
1: that. That book's phenomenal.
0: Yeah,
1: I like that. Um, I feel like we already talked about that one, so there's not much more to talk about beyond the fact that, like,
0: yeah, it's meant to be.
1: Yeah, you have to, like, dig down and apply yourself and grow beyond your current limitations and have a level of self-honesty and
0: get uncomfortable integrity and <laughs>
1: discipline. Yeah. You have to get uncomfortable too. Growing is uncomfortable as hell.
0: Yeah, it is.
1: <laughs> um, and with that, I feel like we nailed it. Kayla, do you want to take us out with any closing words? Um, no, <laughs> no, she doesn't. <laughs> All right. Everybody have a great day. Um, I forget to say this kind of thing at the end of stuff for whatever reason, but if you're watching this on Facebook, like it and share it. Cause that can help get the podcast more, um, views and better ranking. Um, If you're listening to it on iTunes, uh, review it, because that'll help me get better plays on iTunes and stuff like that, too. Um, Yeah. So thanks, everybody. Peace.